Maya is a violent sickness altering the very form of nature. The people cower behind city walls, losing their connections to history and all hope of a better life. But five seasoned adventurers, Allegan, gnome sorcerer, Mativus, Verana Samurai, Nydia, Hag Hedgewitch, Ogan the Anvil, Human Cleric, and Ravy, Half-Orc Magus Librarian, will be called out of retirement to battle monsters and the sickness itself, speak with the gods above and below, and separate myth from truth. Join us for the Great Old Ones. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back. We are back in session. I'm going to go ahead and let the party catch you up on what they remember. Uh, anybody want to volunteer what happened last game? I have been thinking about this for weeks now. Okay. We we went on this simple mission. <laughs> to try to go help uh, this girl who's been possessed by a demon and see what's up with that. <laughs> The Lord of Chains is still waiting. Mr. Hagrid, the Lord of Chains. Mr. Hagrid, the Lord of Chains. And we follow this clumsy young. How dare you call me clumsy? <laughs> Not a clumsy. He's just ecstatic. Yeah, yeah. He's and and misguided. And follow him into a tree, where we ne we then discover that all the things we thought were myths and legends are are actually real. Oh, P.S. We actually followed me into the tree. Because <laughs> I was following the owl. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Well, and then we tried to leave the tree, but then, what, uh, what was it, an archon? Yes. Showed up and kept calling us mortals and wanted us to come outside, and I think we all unanimously, unanimously said no. No. But now, <laughs> we're stuck in a well, we went into a tree that then led to a underground city area building, giant building, Temple. underground building that's made out of stuff that shouldn't exist. <laughs> and um, and then found this legendary mythological dude that walked out of a mirror. Just yeah. a dude, by the way. Oh, hey, <laughs> yeah. logical dude. Nice of you to check in. Just, just a dude. <laughs> dude with one hand. Oh, he's got um, two. He's got out. two. Oh, man. No, no. <laughs> I don't count that thing as a hand. Also, don't touch it. <laughs> well, no. Because I other swear thing to God. Be. I swear to God. Somebody's going to have to catch both of these hands. <laughs> <laughs> The thing to watch out for was the weapon of pure negative energy he's carrying around. Okay, so that's a stereotype. <laughs> we could go full Brotherhood of the Wolf and be like, do you want to see my bone? Oh, <laughs> oh that First movie. off, I love that movie. That's so great. No, Navajo oh, Joe is fantastic. The movie's great. We love it. That's why we're <laughs> But when old boy at the end of the oh, movie this? is like, oh, but what about my bone arm? Yeah, like that's his, that's his grand seduction tactic, is yeah. showing her his bone arm. Oh. <laughs> like did he also have like a weird whip sword? He did have a whip sword. Everything about that movie was like the most amazing thing that came out when I was in, I think, college? We, yeah. we lost our oh, minds wow. to it. 
we rented it like 90 times from movie <laughs> like, I don't remember a thing about that movie most because every time I'm just like what is going on <laughs> what in the high hell it did have a very special plot <laughs> We renamed all the characters in the movie because Matt refused to read subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, really. Anytime John Michael and I would rent a movie, we would just rename the characters if it had subtitles and just tell Matt the story. It didn't matter if it was the story or not. Matt still doesn't know what it yeah. cares God Matt forbid, know what I just want to sit and watch a movie and enjoy myself. These two are buying, like, video archive books. <laughs> I just want to sit and watch a, a moving picture. No, man, you're watching Wrath of the Ninja. No, Wrath of the Ninja was an Eng was the English dub. I remember mm. that. See, this is how I ended up watching movies like uh, Wild Zero. Oh yeah. Uh, I have I have a cachet of collectibles over in my little corner here. But yeah. But yeah, guys. So that was your there was your cinematic uh, bit of the great old ones. Thank you everybody for tuning in again and listening. Uh, at this point, you're probably on episode I don't know, like 14. We don't know. Jim, our sound tech, he uh, he's having some connectivity issues, and he's also an amazing dad, so he's dealing with some um, some family stuff. Uh, he should be in later, hopefully, provided that his connectivity kicks in. But we're just gonna jump right back into the game, uh, like the party caught you up with. Uh, Logoth, who in this age, in Maya, uh, is kind of a mythological folk character akin to your Paul Bunyan or Boogeyman, has just walked out of a mirror and, and kind of encountered this group of, of, of retired adventurers who are now, after watching him bathe, uh, <laughs> uh, trying I'm not to, watching. <laughs> I'm outside the door. Trying to figure hey. out what... What they're gonna I do next? I tossed his clothes in. That's true. Because that Mativius wasn't gonna give him his clothes. Because <laughs> my boy Mativius is like, I don't trust a damn thing. <laughs> or like, trying to get a little peek in. Okay, so uh, that is a question that I had: is uh, where is my short sword? <laughs> my it's in, your, in the in your forearm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, nobody's gonna. Nobody's gonna touch that. Yeah. yeah well, that's my question: is you know, like who's who's gonna who's gonna be bold enough to pick it up and try to hand it to you? No. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. No one after Mativas touched it yeah. and got knocked out. Yeah, that blade ain't that ain't, blade ain't for touching. That's not a touching blade. That's a looking at blade. Um, <laughs> it's a sipping blade. <laughs> it's a sipping blade. So yeah, uh, we now join the game already in session. What are you guys doing? Where are we at? Um, I believe we left the game off last time, and so what brings you here? Tell, <laughs> tell God, the big long story, the Lord of Chains, Mr. that chessmen may be real, that dwarves maybe were real. Oh, it, yeah, they were. I mean, druids. Druids were maybe yeah, those yeah, two. Say, <laughs> <laughs> also, also, wait a second, Nydia, are you in the room? Because I'm pretty sure it's just me. <laughs> no, I'm on the other side of the door. I'm shouting through the door. <laughs> okay, so I don't know. I really don't know how to role play this, but it's like somebody saying that, you know, yeah, at one point, there were faucets on every sink. <laughs> you know, at one point. <laughs> At one point, water just came from, you know? Well, you are in a tub of warm water, so we're not 
doubting forever <laughs> warm water. No, wait a minute, wait a minute. Druids aren't a thing anymore? Like, Druids, is that what no. you're saying? So, yeah. were druids a thing in wait. your time? Yeah, and by the way, worst kind of people, worst kind of magic, in my humble really? opinion. By the way, yeah, it's all nature-based, all, you know, <laughs> hippy-dippy, friggin', but in any case, I'm sorry. Hippy-dippy, nature stuff. Yes, ma'am. Uh, is there anything wrong with nature? Not when you, you do have it. a problem with that. No, of course, when you do it, it's wonderful. Nadia, calm down, the door is closed. <laughs> oh, I can knock it down with my 10 strength. <laughs> and and your, your beaded wrist. <laughs> that shuts Nadia up. <laughs> um, Ravy's like podcast mom. She's just, and your, excuse me, and your what? <laughs> so... So, okay. That being said, if if I may interrupt, that being said, powerful. <laughs> so, you know the, uh, you know all the food that's on the table in the outside room that yeah. you know everybody else was eating. Uh, the Fey people, um, yeah. <laughs> you don't invoke the name of the Fey. You seldom invoke the name of druids. Is how I would say. Chessmen, you ever deal with them? Oh, yeah, tons of times. It's because there's small ones, there's big ones. <laughs> Test of time, I don't know. I, I'm sorry, is there is there a more direct question than that? <laughs> we also thought chessmen were myth. Actually, you know what? This will be a short list, right? Uh, name everything you think is not a myth, and I will tell you if it is or not. Okay? Like, <laughs> that's probably where we should go from here. Hey, Jim, welcome to the game. Hi, how's it going? It's going good. <laughs> we got everybody caught up. I let the audience know that you'd be joining us as soon as you got here. So um, we are now we are now engaged in Logoth and Ravy having a conversation about what's real and what's not while Meg oh. yells through the door. Um, it's actually really entertaining. Sound also, I was wondering where my Matt G was. I'm like, how are you standing next to me and not saying anything? But Nidia is yelling through a door. I'm seven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna chime in in a minute. Talks when he needs to. Yeah, I was gonna ask some questions. Well, have at it. I'm gonna sit here and drink Wait, my drink. I can't remember what happened last time, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There so I went in the Three library. in the morning. Let's get on point. <laughs> I went in the library. Dude came through the mirror. We then had a moment where you disrobed. Him. Well, he disrobed. You stole his clothes. Investigate. You want to give them back? That's because he boned me with his special. <laughs> I didn't light you on fire, and then we came back. We've been talking about him. how every fables and fairy tales are currently real. No, watch that word. Watch that word. I'm gonna ask Which you what? The f word. Watch that word. <laughs> fables or fairy tales? No, watch that word. Oh my god. <laughs> watch that word. What is it about with you and Faye? Oh, it's okay. So it's not my fault that you're doing that, by the way. Just just think, stop, chill out, take ten seconds. Please don't use the F word again. Okay? That's What is my it about that word? No, no, I would like to know why you find that word so repugnant. It's not repugnant. Of course, they are wonderful people, and you know, like the most graceful and most skilled. And you guys are awesome. I'm sure you are. But in any case, please Why do you don't talk as out. if they're here. Because when you say those words, they are here. 
but and they're they gone. And Mighty is looking around. You have a table in the other room that is enchanted by their magic, by the way. Like, yeah. really? Like, they're not here? They, they don't exist. Anton, how long have I been out again? Uh, chronologically, you've probably been gone for about an age. Oh, wow. So 10, 10,000. So do we not believe that elves and hags have fey ancestry? No, uh, that's not a... Fey exist as a, in the same way that like a proto-species exists. So they're seen as like the mythical first people. Um, most societies do not... Most societies do not see them as being real in any way, shape, or form. In ages bygone, certain other players come from... I believe a Lovecraft turn of phrase is probably appropriate. Do not call up that which you cannot put down. So are they like <laughs> Neanderthals to us in real life? Or are they like uh, something that never existed? To you, they are more like Neanderthals. Okay. So they to, once existed. Right. And they're gone. To people in bygone errors, they are more like... And the sons of God and the daughters of men were having babies, and in those ages they were giants. But then that sounds like we we just thought they were myths and stories, not yeah. not yeah. that we know for sure that Neanderthals existed yeah, and okay. were related to us. Yeah, so you guys think they're 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 stories? Okay. Or, yeah, or, I have yeah. plenty of books about these fays and fairy tales. So. <laughs> but they don't exist. Okay. As far as <laughs> We have plenty of books about Spider-Man and uh, and you know Captain Nemo and First stuff. First off, around either. Spider-Man, yeah. Spider-Man, not so much. J. J. Spider-Man, Attorney at Law, sure, I'll take that. Spider-Man, <laughs> but but Spider-Man, not so much. Not so much. Mm -hmm. Okay, all right. Then cutting back to to Nydia, she starts to uh, lose. Um, <laughs> feel like this uh, Logoth dude is losing his credibility. Wait a minute, Logoth. I'm. She she's a librarian. She's a follower of uh, Solaris, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're very literal. They they believe in what they can see. They they are they are anti magic and such not. And you've been gone so very very long. Everything you are saying to her does not exist in her mind. Do you but, understand? Uh, he can't hear you because you're at the table with Allegan eating stuff. <laughs> oh right, all right. I let him out. I'm sorry. I thought, I, thought I, was still, I let him out. I let him out of the mirror. I thought I thought I was still there because I let him out of the mirror. I'm sorry, my bad. You can move over there and stand by the door. Yeah, you guys could be done eating and come over. Yeah, I've been eating for a while, so yeah. All yell from the other side. <laughs> hey! The I'm sorry. I, I remember all. I, I remember me like helping him out of the mirror. I thought I was still there after that. No, I got you, man. It's all okay. Good. That's that's cool. Well, come I on will over. Come on down to the uh, to the room with everybody. And the only right. reason that they can hear Nydia is because because the the stone is the the same way Dawnstone and the Starstone muffle sound, but she's yelling through the Greenstone door. That's the only reason that they can even hear her through the door. So just remembering that sound nullification quality of this uh, of this stone. So now Ogan's in the room. So I guess is everybody coming in? What are we doing? Yeah, I mean we're gonna to talk to this guy. We're just having a chat about fae and fairy tales. Well, I mean, was Solaris even around when uh, Logoth was around? Not by that name, no. No. Okay. I mean, other side of the door here on the outside. 
So wait, did you have to deal with fairies and fae? Is that what you're saying? Give him a breakdown. It's okay if he breaks down. He can still talk. <laughs> yeah. I had to deal with the good people and the gentry in my past. Yes, ma'am. Oh, uh, this is like a Macbeth thing. We have to call so, it the Scottish you, play or whatever, right? And you get stuck <laughs> behind a mirror with like... I'm just wondering why you made all of these things up. Because they're obviously not real. Ooh. Right. I okay. see. <laughs> I'm He's sorry. not supposed to be either. Allegan, what was that? You're not supposed to be. Neither is that sword you're carrying, but they're both standing there. Why is he not supposed to be? Chessman armor shouldn't exist. True. And druid book uh, journals. Pretty much everything we've seen in this temple shouldn't exist, according to what we've learned. No, seriously, what do you guys want to know about druids? Like, it's you're all so flabbergasted about them. Like, it's they're pretty simple. What about what about dragons? How are you with dragons? Uh, usually very far away from them. Good answer. Good a- everybody. Pull the crowd. Good answer. Good a- good a- good answer. <laughs> right, I think guys, he's lost guys, his mind. Guys, I'm pretty guys, sure of it. Guys, Let's we can this. talk about all these old fables and stuff, but the matter of hand is, this dude just come out of a mirror here. Did you <laughs> enter that mirror in this place? Because my pressing concern is how we deal with our current situation. I know you like your books, Ravi. We can learn on the way. I want to know what you can tell us about the place we're in now. Is this where you got trapped in the mirror or do you get trapped somewhere else and then end up here? Because we've, we've encountered some shit here. No, I'm- can get a better handle on our current situation. It was Matavius, correct? That is correct. Okay, pardon me. Mm-hmm. So I, as I remember, and it's all really fuzzy, by the way, and, Believe me, after an age, everything becomes a little bit fuzzy. But I was going into the elemental plane of shadow, and I don't know if it was this library or some other library or this actual mirror just led to here or anything like that. I mean, thank you. (laughs) You know, good looking out, guys. Appreciate it. So you don't know where we are? Mm, I mean, I know it has, you know, the F people chilling out here. Nobody's here. Do you know anything about the planetar? As we entered this temp- this place, we we encountered a, uh, a ruby-clad av- uh, planetar from the Silver City. Ruby-clad planetar, planetar uh, celestial. Yeah, and I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna interject here real quick. Give you a little bit of a logos knowledge. Last time <laughs> you encountered a, a ruby-clad planetar, um, and I don't know, Maddie might might or might not remember this was uh, after you guys finished speaking to the uh, decapitated head of dark inside of the sea tower, uh, when you guys made your way to the top of the undersea tower. That was that was when we were still playing at the Ace 2 store. When you guys got to the top of that tower and, uh, and Jorgen was there, he got into a fight with a ruby-clad, uh, a planetar that was wielding a ruby sword, which would match the description of what Ogan is telling you right now. Mm, I see. Excellent. Yeah, tough break, bro. <laughs> okay, well, thanks for that. <laughs> well, long story short, he's posted up at the entrance, and we kind of need to get out of here at some point. 
and we're hoping there's a back exit because so far we haven't found the only exit we found is if we head back to where we came from and exit a tree well we left an overexcited friend who's currently passed out back there so you were trapped in the library you weren't able to you know investigate the rest of this place at all nope I mean, if you want to talk about the element playing a shadow or any of the devils or demons in there, like, I'm your guy, right? Like, I would have had to, even if a book was open in front of the meter, I would have to have read it backwards, right? <laughs> like, you ever run into the Lord of Chains? No. I mean, have I? Nope. Nope, not. Nah. Doesn't ring a bell, I'm sorry. Sounds demonic, though. You can't trust those guys by the way. Yeah, we don't. Alright, so we're in a room. Well, Alright, this guy's useless and full of lies, so I say we keep going. I like your, your summation of the situation at hand. Where are you guys heading? There's uh, there's the way you came, there's some a lot of doors that haven't, there's three doors that I'm counting that haven't been opened. Let's open the door in the library that hasn't been opened. There's one in the library, there's two in the kitchen, so wherever you guys want to go. Matavius, oh, do you want to head towards the uh, library? Oh, yeah. Oh, let's go, yeah, yeah. The two in the kitchen. I'm skipping the ones in the kitchen. It's just the kitchen. Hey. <laughs> there could be something interesting. I raided the library already. It's empty now. All right, I'm going to peek in this uh, kitchen door, the first one on my right. Allegan, Ogan, Logoth, what are you doing? Uh, I will defer initiative until everybody else is moved. Okay. Uh, I'd like to say, as I leave the room, I just uh, do the old. I'm watching you. I'm watching you, I back out slowly. Ogan, what are you up to, man? Uh, hurriedly trying to fill in my character sheet, but. <laughs> All good, man. I'll, just... um, I'll back her up over here in the kitchen just to make sure there's nothing going to pop out at us. All right, Al again. Uh, I guess once everyone has gone their ways, I just look over at Logoth and say, I believe you. I appreciate that, by the way. I would say of all of them, you would believe him because of where you're from. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I invited. (laughs) Well, if you want to stay in here another 10,000 years, I mean, it's up to you. That's a good point. (laughs) You're welcome to stay if you want. We have business. We're going to address the that offer about the knowledge of the plane of shadows. We're going to address the kitchen door first because it it's closer, and then we're going to jump to Mativius and Ravi as they open the door next to the fight circle because that's going to take time. So, tell us what we've won uh, behind <laughs> this door. Uh, <laughs> why seven? Why? But, but yeah, I was gonna say I like the idea of seven bears. Okay. I mean, if it's a gay bar, I do too. But like, yes. <laughs> oh my. Nadia's version of being careful is to crack the door open and peek inside. Inside the door uh, is a dawnstone room. Um, it's sparsely furnished. There is a humanoid-sized bunk bed against one wall. Uh, it has a sh- short stone pillar with a full-sized basin in the top. And, and a rooster. And a rooster. Uh, and there is a puddle of red liquid in the basin. 
this is uh, bunk beds right here, and this is the basin with the bowl of red liquid. Afraid of the red liquid. Nothing jumped out at us. We should probably check the other door. I that was my thought too. Check the other door, but not search, not touch the red liquid. Hey JM. Yep. Can you mute your mic unless you're talking until the rooster calms the hell down? I'm so sorry. They're feral here. Yeah. Uh, let me get an actual mic. Okay. Mic. Cool. Thanks, man. <laughs> Turn your cock down. <laughs> down for what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you get, so you're just passing the door? You're not, yeah, you're not going? Not okay. Going in. I'm going to jump to the other guys then. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. So, you guys open the door. Mativus opens the door. Carefully. Oh, carefully. Reveal area. Nobody Reveal checks for traps. We have not yet learned to check for traps. You, you don't have nobody's, a rogue. Nobody's a rogue. Yeah, yeah. there's no rogue. Uh, we still could. We just will mostly fail. I okay. mean, I could cast open close, but that's not going to do anything on these doors. The green stone, do- stone door opens to a dawnstone room. There is a large silken bed that sits in the center of the floor. Decorative pillows uh, are nestled into it. The ceiling, which is about 15 feet above you, is decorated by scarves and sheets of brightly colored silk cloth. Uh, On either side of the bed, there's a 10-foot-tall green stone pillar covered in ancient runes and archaic writing. The languages and casting forms vary uh, across the pillars. Against the far wall, there's a massive stone table that is four feet high and covered in the same patterns of runes and arcane writing. That's all you get from looking in the door. Okay, Ravi, pass me like your worst book. All right. I throw it into the middle of the room. (laughs) Okay. It, um, It gets about an inch above the floor and then it stops. And then a feather falls to the floor. Pass me another book. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that many I don't like. Well, they clearly fall into the floor carefully. Okay, here's another. Not important, right? <laughs> throw it at the pillow. <laughs> <laughs> you throw it at the pillow? The pillow, yeah, this bit, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, the pillar. Okay, so it, yeah. it, gets, it gets about um, an inch from the pillar. It stops. It falls regularly until it gets about an inch above the floor. It feather falls the rest of the way. Okay. We will get your books back, but I suggest we don't enter until we get a detect magic on this room. I can do that. Go for it. But don't go in. Why? Because I've learned not to trust rooms in this place. Wait, wait, wait. So you're looking through the door? Yeah. yeah. When Ravy looks through the door, she sees these pill- this, this massive table that's over here. Right here, this massive table and these massive pillars, and they are just covered in all sorts of arcane writing and ancient oh. runes and manuscript that's just been written all over them. And it seems very intriguing. Uh-huh. Also, they're all every everything's magical in the room. Everything. Ceiling, floor, bed, pillows, pillars, table, all of it. Magic. Quick side question. That that circle you said was outside that room. You said it was a battle mage training circle? It is. Not there yet, though, right? No, I just I wanted something for my personal clarification. Oh. Nah, me and the Alligator are like, how about those Yankees? By the way, <laughs> like, just chilling out here. We're, we're slowly trudging our way back until we hear 
So as you die, <laughs> you hear death, are, death rattles, and then you'll know. You guys are playing Chuck the Book and uh, Detect the Magic. So I'll jump back over here. You open this other door, I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. yeah. Carefully. It worked out well last time. In this room, the stone, stone door opens to another Dawnstone room. Uh, there's a dresser of green stone that sits against one wall, and there is a short green stone privy that sits against the far corner. And then there is a tub of green stone that sits against the wall. Okay, so we found the water closet. Great. Pretty much. Um, well, there's Trixie. that dresser. Should we look in the dresser? Privy. Bathtub. Go ahead. I'm going to look in the dresser. Okay. Do you need an investigation check? or? Uh, I mean, you're going to open the dresser, right? I am. <laughs> <laughs> the, the clothes... Um, uh, they they kind of turn into motes of dust when disturbed. From what you see as it's decomposing before your eyes, it seems to be some sort of servant clothing or um, yeah, almost like a, a serving uniform of some sort. If that's uh, all the drawers, then uh, and I don't see anything other than disintegrated clothes. I mean, throw me a perception check. Oh, okay, good. The <laughs> tub. With uh, a four. Yeah. The tub looks like it's full of some weird dust, but it doesn't seem to be interesting enough. To I just leave. It's very boring. Very boring dust. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you're, are you at the door? Is Ogan yeah, I'm. I'm at the door, making sure nothing pops out together. Yeah, let's let's have Ogan throw a perception check too. Leaps and bounds above mine. Okay. Do I perceive anything? Yeah, I'm gonna write you in a whisper note. Ooh, <gasps> whisper note. Our first whisper. No. <laughs> 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 Okay, I'm going to send you this whisper, and then I'm going to jump back to the other players. So back to you guys in the uh, in the larger room with the bed and whatnot. What are you doing? Other than chucking I'm going in. Okay. I grab her by the, the collar and go, let me You're go coming with me. Dex check. Yeah. You're coming with me. <laughs> you got to put your security guard skills yeah, he, to the he, test. He stops you. Yeah, yeah. with a 22. Okay. So Ravy can, he can choose to pull against it. And then it would be an opposing strength roll if you're actually trying to stop her. But you can kind of put your arm up, but if she chooses to push against it, she will walk past you into the room. Oh, I stop her then. Why are you stopping me? Ah, uh, because if we're going in, I'm going to go in first. Oh my god, go in first then. <laughs> we're going to move your miniature out of the room. Um, Mativus, when you walk in the room, because you're so honed in the martial arts um, and just physicality-wise, you notice that your footfalls are softer. Um, it's as if you're walking on carpet or a very plush grass, uh, except that it's, uh, it's the floor in the stone room. So as opposed to the normal sensation of walking on the stone that you've experienced everywhere else, it feels like maybe the floor is enchanted in such a way that it makes it um, more comfortable for somebody to walk on hmm. by, by using some light enchantment. Magic carpeting. Pretty, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a pun I made in my notes. Well, that was nice of an air. Is it safe? Can I come in now? Well, no one's attacked me yet, and you've not set me on fire, so yeah. <laughs> this time. It's still There's early. Plenty <laughs> of time, my dear. There's plenty, plenty of time. Uh, I want to roll knowledge arcana. Uh, yeah, that would probably good enough. That, that, that yeah, you're good. Twenty-five, jeez. Um, hang on, we, we need. I need to roll this as well. Come on. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, it worked so well before. Actually, that's not that's not a bad roll. 
there are various forms of um, magics uh, scrawled across this table. Uh, they come from all of the different schools. Some of them you're not even familiar with. They're just completely different lines and spellcraft that you wouldn't understand. And I'm not even speaking in the mythological sense. I mean just non-Euclid stuff that you know doesn't seem like it would have a place in the prime or even the outer planes. Um, you can make out variations of ethereal and teleportation magic on some of these. Uh, but whatever components are needed to unlock the, the secrets, um, they don't even begin to make sense. Like it's calling for different kinds of uh, roots and stones and bits of body and, and things that you're not familiar with what they would belong to. So it would be as if someone were telling you, um, I need some random strange sound that is only made by pulling your own tongue out grass. And, and you wouldn't even know what that was. So, so you can kind of understand that these, these are clearly some sort of uh, scrolls or spell books or arcane um, slash divine tablets of some sort, but, but what they do or unlock, you just don't have the, the information um, to kind of figure that out. So you know that it's it's magical. It's some sort of written form of magic. You're just not sure how one would even go about casting these sorts of spells. This place is ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. I'm guessing we can't take these with us, so you might want to make some notes. <laughs> yeah, they look like they weigh uh, and, and, and a actual... Trying to make notes with these, even if I were to take a sketching, it it's just nonsense. Again. So I'm going to jump back to Allegan and Logoth. What are you guys doing? You know, if a story was told in cutscenes, Allegan, it would seem like if we were to move to a different location, there would be less cutscenes if we were there. You know what I'm saying? I agree. Plus, I think yeah. at this point we've made our way into the room with Ogan and uh, uh, Nadia. Shall we then? Let's shall. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, sup? <laughs> so, Ogan, how are you going to... Uh, that information, are you going to react to it in any certain way? Or... I'm just going <laughs> to shut the door and walk away. Okay. Excellent. And go see what's going on in the magic carpeting room. Okay. Agreed. You guys find anything interesting? Not really. <laughs> so I'm going to think... I'm going to say it's safe to say everybody, as I move you, is up here now. Yes. Yes. There we go. Please and thank you. We are now. Well, some Thanks. of us are hey, still in the library. I know you are sincerely great at nonsense. Does any of this make sense to you on this table? Uh, okay. Uh, I will roll. You can see bits of serpentine energy dancing across the surface of the massive altar, but the secrets that it holds are completely lost to you. Uh, but you you can actually start to see into the the octarine the magical spectrum and you can see bits of energy running across it these are active objects but what the hell it is how to activate it and what it does you think you know five natural 20s on a uh, on a used magical device still wouldn't activate it it's just it's a piece of something much larger yeah I don't know about you Elegan, but this is kind of beyond me actually can I get a smithing roll from Ogan Sure. This is definitely part of something much bigger. 
So whatever this is, is a it looks like maybe a piece of something else that has been carefully removed from whatever it was part of and brought here. Okay, I'm going to tell everybody that that you know what you just said. I'm just yeah. waiting, you don't have to repeat. But I, I mean, something like read magic or comprehend languages wouldn't help here. No. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a it's a different kind of thing going on. And like, honestly, guys, I know you want to scratch your heads at it, but that's about as much information as you're going to get. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, we could run in circles all night, but I think it's 3 a.m. where Matt G is. Um, so I, just to be completely honest with you guys, that's about as much info as you're going to get. Oh, I know. I'm going to be like, hey, Mativas, new door. <laughs> <laughs> I am the doormaster. <laughs> I am doorman. I'll open it. Also, I pick up my books that he did not pick up. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. They're, uh, they're, they're completely free of dust. All of the pages have been uh, crisply uh, pressed. The spine seems to be slightly repaired. Um, it, it looks as if an unseen uh, hand has tended to the book and made it uh, as fresh as possible. He reaches into bag, grabs all dilapidated books, and throws them on the floor. Oh, they didn't actually technically fall on the floor yet. Right. So they didn't require picking up. <laughs> Toss his book at Matavis. <laughs> let me know when you open the door. I'll open the door. Okay. Boop. Pass me one of those. This books. is a familiar room. Yep. Another. The if green this one falls, which it will. You pick it up. The green store do- The green stone door opens to reveal a small dawnstone room with a staircase leading down. Oh man! I'll, uh, I'll throw the book. Just it lands on the floor with a with a thud. Oh! Well, I'll, I'll, I'll take the lead down the stairs this time. I'll take Judah out and. Uh, have him in my hands as I go down the stairs. Oh yeah, Judah. Judah the hammer. That's right. All right, I'm so we're going down. Pick the book up. <laughs> we're going downstairs. Is that the plan? We're going downstairs. Yes. All yep. right. We're gonna change maps. Logoth says fairies are real. Hey Logoth, what else was real when you were around? What do you need? Banners. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, my. <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> well done. Wow. Now I turn, I turn to Robbie and go, it's like you're now. Wow. Ooh. <laughs> just caught, cast Flame Snake, apparently. Well done. Oh, little singed in here. Oh. <laughs> that was good. tail. Oh, we do have a tiny room that we're all Very in. Cramped. <laughs> there's a there's your tiny room, friends. Yeah. I'm also going to say to Ravi, like the things we've kind of uh, experienced in the last couple of days. Why are you having such a hard time believing in fairies? We literally had organs rain. God, God, die down on us. Damn it. All right, we have <laughs> demons. We understand why demons Wait. work. We understand about the planes of darkness. We know many things about these. Just stop. These I know. I know. The demons. F word is. I know the F word is at the end of that sentence, so stop right now. Okay. Well, we all know that fairies <laughs> don't Loga, have you experienced raining gore before? I mean, 
you know, experienced cause. I mean, like. <laughs> I love you guys so much. Just telling you, I think this guy has lost it. He was stuck in the mirror for too long. And he came out with a bunch of fairy tales. Oh, my God. Okay. This reminds me of that part in uh, Life of Brian where the guy says Jehovah over right. and over. Right. <laughs> So the, uh, I said that meal was good enough for Jehovah. <laughs> I love that part, though. <laughs> the Dawnstone steps lead down to a square room with a green stone door. Oh, then, can you check the door? I'll open the door. You stuff. open the door? Yes, okay. I open the door. I'm, okay. I grow weary of all this pussy footing. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, pussy? If we are to meet our fate, let's meet it head on. I say. The fireball goes off and we all die. Well, I just think it's really funny he says that, because this is the door you just opened. <laughs> it's not, uh, it's not Daystone. Uh, uh, I will tell you what you see. Tell us, tell us. The Greenstone door opens to a massive room. The Dawnstone stops about 40 feet up and gives way to the natural forming rock that creates a cave-like ceiling close to 100 feet above you. The floor is covered in a soft green grass, and in the center is a small patch of rich soil. In that patch of soil, you can see five large pumpkins. Each seems to have a sheen of dew on it. They encircle a large egg-shaped arcane scrawling that glows with a yellowish-orange light. Hmm. Does this place have an exit? And I'm going to see if... Ogan can throw me a religion check. He's the only one at the door, so knowledge religion. And knowledge arcane if you have it. Yep, you got that one. And nope, you didn't get that one. So knowledge religion. Uh, that that uh, that circle mm-hmm. that seems to have nods to the horsemen, uh, most notably the horsemen of pestilence. Oh boy. Okay, uh, this is a token of the uh, Horsemen of Pestilence, everybody. That sounds really bad. It is really bad. Maybe he's we should the, just close it. He's the, the incarnation of pestilence. That's not good. <laughs> Why would he have giant pumpkins? He's yeah. they're, not, they're not giant. They're just large. They're just big pumpkins. They're not even giant. You know that Timotha has grown pumpkins way bigger than that. Well, still, isn't pestilence basically famine? It's weird that it's got food around it. No, pestilence. Pestilence is disease. Uh, yeah. And, and insect infestation. Yeah, it's like plagues. Famine is famine is famine. That's correct. <laughs> that is correct. You are correct, sir. May I? There's also uh, seven doors. Wait a second, Logoth, you were saying something. May I peek into the room? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Maybe some fae might show up. <laughs> uh, looks like you got a set of elemental pumpkins there. Just putting it out there. <laughs> elemental pumpkins. Yeah, man. Think Are we so. going into the uh, room? I am. I'll go into the green. I'm not. I'm not going to mess with the thing. It's stuff in the center, though. I will go right up to the soil, not onto it, but I'm just kind of. Ah, screw it. Let's go in. 
Mind if I open the door? Throw a couple of knowledges down. Yeah, everybody can throw me a knowledge arcane and a knowledge religion. And can we hold on, hold on, let's rewind. We'll start with Oh god. <laughs> okay, everybody throw whatever you need. I'll just go through and read them and tell you who knows what. Now, are there there are no vines around the pumpkins? They're just there. They aren't no, like no, growing. They're, they're growing naturally. They're growing out of the ground. Okay. They're growing out of the okay. ground naturally. Yeah. Okay. This is a small pumpkin patch. Is this where we make smashing pumpkin references? Uh, or gra- we or we see, do we see Linus in the center? No. <laughs> Who threw a perception check? I did. All right, Nadia, you and I are going to have a conversation in a second. Everybody else, I'm just going to give group knowledge because there were enough successes to warrant this. The magics that went into this circle were incredibly time-consuming. We're talking lifetime-consuming. This is not only the most powerful magic that you have ever seen. This is the most powerful magic you have ever heard of. And the messed-up part is... This is just the residual leftover from who knows how long ago. No one sneeze. You've never, none of you. I mean, like, just, it would be like doing the math and trying to figure out how large infinity actually is. I might have a theory. Mm -hmm. How many, how many lights was on that map? Three. Three. Mm Mm-hmm. Could, this is just a theory. You say this is pestilence. Do you reckon someone could have, like, summoned one of the horsemen and then trapped it in that binding place we uh, first looked at? Mm. And then someone has now released one of the horsemen. And perhaps maybe the other lights on the map are more horsemen. Oh, jeez. I hope not. So if that's three out of the four... The ones that are still and not moving... They could still be trapped, hopefully, if that's what it is. But it's not good having one horseman running about. If there, if this had a big sign in common, I think it would say, don't touch this. Who's got a knowledge nature? I do. I was going to say, Nydia probably yeah. does. Nydia, can you throw me a knowledge nature? Yeah, so your perception check... Yeah, only Nydia's got this one right now. Uh, your perception check, um, you see... You see what some it, it's weird. I, I don't know how to describe it um, other than it's a bob a bobbling uh, little sphere of black light. It's right here. See where I'm pinging on the map? Ogan. And it, in front of you. Hold on. Um, it it darts back over here. It moves. And from what you can hear, it sounds like an otter. Like a little. Yep. It sounds like an otter. It's small. It's very small. And uh, and it, it, it was out in the open kind of looking, and then it ran back, and now it it's kind of, you would assume, because it's not in your line of sight, over here somewhere. Like behind, it dashed behind that uh, third pumpkin. Yep. So we've seen so- magical hawks and magical owls, now a magical otter? Oh, no, it was, it was a sphere of darkness. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't see an otter, but she made a knowledge nature check, and it sounded like an otter. Yeah, uh, so I am pointing at this thing as it dashes do- uh, behind the pumpkin. Dark otter. 
<laughs> a daughter. It's a little dot, a little black dot. It sounds like an otter. A daughter. That's the worst. Like dark otter is like the worst name for a death metal band. I could dark think of. otter. Dark otter. <laughs> so Logoth, you didn't make it this far. I take it. It's how do you mean? No, you were trapped in the mirror, so you never made it this far. No, that would be a good assessment. And you weren't here for anything related to horsemen or anything like that. Uh, rural knowledge horsemen. Go for it. <laughs> All right. It, Grendel is one of the horsemen. He told you that when he came and visited you. Yeah. Yeah. Can I float? Um, a, can I float a theory? past all of you. I know you're more knowledgeable in nature than I am or whatever, but this is some b deep, bad mojo of the writer of Pestilence. Could it be that the energy of these magic pumpkins is somehow binding Pestilence to the seal? And that the hag that was trying to come in here was trying to free it. Jim, I want you to roll a d4. Oh, boy. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> I want you to roll a d4. You just answered our question. No, I'm just No, kidding. no, no. I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm rewarding. So, Jim? Three. Jim, you may you may allocate three uh, stat points Whoa. to any of your stats that you choose. And I'm going to tell you why. Uh, that has been something that has been floated through all of my games for, I would say, the better part of 11 years. And you were the first player to pick up on it. And I've, I, I've brought something like that up a multitude of times. So I am going to reward you. And I am prone to this kind of thing. I am going to reward you for that brilliant player deduction. Wow. Thanks. So, you're welcome. No, no. Thank you for paying attention, my friend. <laughs> Whatever. Mativius would smash anyway. <laughs> Don't smash him. I was pretty much on the same wavelength. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Roll knowledge arcana. Just uh, softened it up for me. If, any, if anybody was, if anybody was gonna smash it, it was gonna be the guy with the giant hammer. Okay. I, uh, while you according guys, according to your theory, which I I totally buy, I I do not think we should smash these pumpkins. While you guys are discussing the inner workings of reality, uh, Nadia, <laughs> this little bobbling ball of black light is uh is peeking at you from around uh, the little dirt pile it also is roughly the size of an otter do an insight check okay. um, like do i get a threatening feeling from this i, I don't know are you threatened by otters I don't know. i don't even see insight in pathfinder so i don't even know what to do yeah. We call that role-playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I peek, I crane my neck and peek around the farthest um, pumpkin. Well, I guess they're right by me now. Yeah, it's right by you. So I, I peek at them and I say, hello there. It what are you? Are you going to kill me? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of body That's language really are you adopting? Cute. What was that? What kind of body language are you adopting? Uh, just like really cute and curious. Okay. Um, it seems to be responding positively, but not coming closer. That's okay. I don't want them to come closer. Okay. 
Hey everybody, I seem to be talking to a little black dot. It <laughs> <laughs> sounds an awful lot like an otter, but... Uh... Come around this way on the other side and kind of peek around to see what she's she's checking out over there. Nidia is way over there, so I'm gonna go check the door over here. <laughs> they're all uh, they're all stone green doors. Let me know if you decide to throw one open. It is a uh, it's oh, a good. it's a sphere of uh, of black energy. And it still sounds like an otter. Say it sounds like an otter. Yeah, I mean, the more you listen to it, the more it legitimately just sounds like an otter. Like I know that sounds kind of weird and counterintuitive for this sort of area, but that's what it sounds like. Sounds like an otter. Is there be, uh, uh, maybe okay, a spellcraft or a knowledge arcana? That's a good idea. We haven't done a knowledge arcana on the on just the dot. Oh, they're not worried about the dot. They're over doing something else. Oh, okay. Well, I then that's the next thing that I would do when it's mm-hmm. my turn again. Okay. Permission to move character? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Cool. Um, do I have a vantage point from here? Yeah, you guys can see it. Yeah. It doesn't strike me as anything. Mm-mm. Looks like a. I mean, it's about the size of a flaming sphere, except it's made of. Uh, it's made of void. Uh, well, not yeah. It's made of void energy essentially. Ooh, okay. But nice. not like not like void the blade. More like it's it's and it's not negative energy. It's just it's darkness. I so, see. Yeah. Okay. Do I have any impression of an otter about it? Nah, you weren't in the wilds enough to. All right, fair it, it's chittering like an animal. That's about all you're getting from it. All right, fair enough. Mativus, what are you doing, bro? Well, Logan's uh, looking after Ravy, so I will come over here just to be supportive, just in case. Okay. It uh, seems a little. Don't, don't threaten. Can I do a sense motive on it? Yeah, it seems. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> it backs away as you get closer. It, honestly, man, it seems a little scared. Now? It didn't before? Well, it just... It, no, it was curious before. Now there's a fucking armored monkey. <laughs> like it's That's terrifying to a little creature. He terrifies everything. Yeah. It's okay. It's, I set him on fire is, for a but reason. But is kind of a badass. He walks into a room and shit's just like, uh, I don't want to mess with that. Um, okay. Do you want to open this door? Yeah, let's jump to you guys. Sure. Room. I'm going to open this door, explain to you what you see, and then jump back to the situation playing Okay, out. I will All open right. the door. Right. I'm going to stand behind him while he does it. Oh, man, look at that room. So much stuff. There There's is a lot of stuff in there. Stuff in <laughs> the green door opens to a room. On the floor in front of you is a collection of magical wards and protection circles. The room is full of all sorts of strange things. One wall is lined with three ten-foot-tall green stone and semi-transparent crystal cylinders full of a greenish clear fluid. There are two long tables made of green stone in the center of the room. Strange things sit upon them. There is a massive bookshelf against the wall lined with books. Wavy, wait, wavy, wait. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, damn it. And there is a <laughs> and there is a very, very strange corpse slumped in one of the corners. It, <laughs> it looks insectoid in nature. Oh, boy. Back to you guys in the room. What do you, the little creature seems kind of scared and not like it doesn't. It's backing away. It doesn't know. What I to do. hold my hands up and I stand in front of Mativus. I say it's okay. Okay, I want Allegan and Nydia both to make a charisma check for me right now. 
Just straight charisma? Just straight charisma. So I just threw a... Oh, I just threw an eight. Oh, yeah. God. And now you threw a 17. I rolled a three. Okay. This is, oh, no! This is what you see. Uh, it moves from the center area. Um, it starts to move towards you. And as it moves towards you, the uh, aura of darkness strips off of it. And it is a small black otter that has small black reptilian wings. And it does a little bounding kind of ferret jump and it jumps into your arms and kind of runs up your arm and pushes itself to your chest and is kind of shivering and seems a little scared. Little thing that I sure am hoping does not belong to pestilence it themselves. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. You'll be okay as long as you are just as cute and nice as you're being right now. <laughs> I think you should stop it. <laughs> the this thing is sitting by my heart right now. <laughs> Don't stab it too hard. You'll stab yourself. What uh, in the world is it? Um, very cute. That's an infant-like dragon, by the way. It's a what? What? That's a black dragon, probably freshly hatched. Don't tell Ravy. <laughs> back in back in the room with Ravy, who's walked across the summoning or, or the. Uh, I was gonna say, did she so. break these seals? Oh yeah, she it? broke the seals. Oh, the dude. Now. All right. <laughs> um, so Ravy, what do you t- tell me? What you want to know about in the room, my friend? I broke a seal. Oh yeah. No, I broke a seal. No, Ravy. Ravy, broke, Ravy broke seals okay. at the door there. Speaking of which, right. though, I'm gonna have to go inside and break the seal. Pardon okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a poor I seal. Am, <laughs> I am right over <laughs> at the bookshelf uh, between the first table and the three green cylinders. All right, I'm just going to explain to you what's in the room. Okay? Yep. One wall is lined with uh, the, those those 10-foot-tall green stone semi-transparent crystalline cylinders that are full of a green clear fluid. Uh, inside each cylinder floats a goblinoid figure. They look almost identical as far as the facial structure, the size, even the way the fingers are gnarled and the ears are shaped. Uh, There are two long tables made of green stone. This table with the square on it, this one right here, that one, Mm -hmm. yep. This table, it has a, a greenish crystal box on it. Inside of that box is a biosphere of diversity. It looks as if you had... Someone has taken a, a swamp, miniaturized it, and put it into this box. You can make out tiny crows, flowering plants, and if you hunch down, you can even see below the surface of the water. Inside, there are tiny, tiny fish and little tiny alligators moving around and living within the confines of this sort of terrarium. How big is the box? The box is about five foot um, tall, and it's about three foot uh, in uh, three, three by three. Yeah. And Amazing. Right. The box is connected to two crystal tubes that run the length of the table, and they seem to be converting the living energy of this goblinoid corpse that's at the end of the table. They seem to be convi- converting the living energy from the corpse 
uh, into a sort of electromagnetic vibration uh, that's feeding into this box and giving uh, life energy to this little biosphere. This other table has uh, two more goblinoid corpses on it. They are, uh, they are also almost identical, or they also seem to be identical to all of the other goblinoid corpses. Um, identical in, in a degree that seems insane to you guys, because it looks as if somebody has somehow replicated this one goblinoid. Uh, they are both in states of dissection. Uh, one seems to be uh, as if it was being studied in regards to its skeletal system. The other seems to be more focused on the organs. There's a massive collection of paper on the tables. Now, these aren't as old as everything that we saw in the earlier levels? Nothing on these tables seems to have been aged. I would like you to throw me a perception check because you asked that question. 28. What, What you instantaneously notice is that it seems to be piles of dust on the floor and putrefied flesh uh, that looks like possibly it has fallen off of the table and then been left on the floor for ages untold. But anything on the green stone itself does not seem to age. And as that idea dawns on you, you realize that everything that you've seen on the green stone in this entire place has not aged. Like the food from before in the kitchen. Like the food. Or the runes, or the books, or anything that's been on the green stone. Whoa. Okay. Uh, There's a massive collection of papers on the table. There's all sorts of things if you decide to start going through those. There's green stone shelves that uh, seem to also possess this anti-temporal quality. Um, And there's hundreds of books that line the shelves. You think that trying to put them all into your haversack would put the bag at its limits. But this is where shit gets really weird. (laughs) <laughs> this oh yeah because because it's been totally normal so yeah. far <laughs> right here in the corner right here in the corner right where this little c5 is right mm-hmm. there yeah. uh a strange corpse is slumped in the corner Did it is a, it is an insectoid looking creature it has a bulbous fungoid lump for a head spiny insectoid wings and a tangle of spiky clawed legs you may throw me a knowledge arcane or a cult also, I'm pretty sure this place is completely made up. Yeah, it c- could be. This is a fever dream we're this is, collectively yeah. having. None of this is real. Mass, mass delusion, psychosis, the mushrooms. It's the mushrooms. All right. Oh, right. The room with the mushroom men. Ever since then, everything's been a hallucination. Uh-huh. Somebody licked the walls or something when we first got in here. Spread. Now, can I hand this to the part? Roll 20. You're being... Okay. Does that... Let's see. So we're going to show this to everyone. Oh. Good. Yes. Oh. Oh, yeah. I'm not going near that. That's like a spider gross. No. It's like something from BPRD. There you go. What do you know... What do you know about the Mego? Me, no. Personally? It's like a rap group, right? Yeah. No, they're Lovecraftian uh, like minions, right? So what what you know with that roll of a 26 is they are a fabled race of beings from beyond the celestial binds of Maya. They are a master of organic fusion and manipulation. And as you're looking at this thing, what you can only assume what, what you can only assume about its physical form where its neck stalk would be there is a green stone ring that is lined um, with the first recognizable arcane incantations you've seen in this place 
it seems to be some sort of control collar. The magic is fairly basic, but uh, the style that it is written in seems to be uh, the most intriguing factor about it. Uh, you, with that hell of an awesome role, somehow have stumbled upon the knowledge that this this type of script is indicative of a race known as the Rakshasha, or which are a race of fem- feline humanoid spellcasters. They are very well known for their uh, prowess when casting spells and using subterfuge. So this seems to be a slave collar of sorts. Oh boy. This creature is dead, by the way. It's been dead for quite some time. Is the collar, does it seem to be made of the same stuff as the tables and stuff? It does. And you're thinking, putting it all together, that that's probably the only reason the corpse hasn't completely disintegrated. Hmm. Now I'm going to jump back to the rest of the party while you guys deal with all that. What are you guys Uh, doing outside? uh, Logoth, uh, what can you tell me about the black dragon that you mentioned? I mean, it can uh, hear us right now. You don't have to whisper. <laughs> not say, I'm not whispering for this little critter that's being very sweet and huggy right now. I'm whispering because I don't want Ravy to hear just yet. Um, <laughs> what? What's so everybody yelling about? <laughs> <laughs> if you could just tell me what you know in a very nice, calm voice so you don't startle this little critter. I mean, I doubt it. They don't really start to digest bile until, you know, after they've actually come to sexual fulfillance, like a puberty rank. Anything else that you know? um, I would keep it if it likes you. Do they grow up to be jerks? Or oh yeah, all nice dragons people. grow up to be jerks. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite takeaway so far. All grand dragons grow up to be jerks. <laughs> He's not wrong. He's not. Mm. Question of how jerky. Yeah. In what way? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean like it's it'll be evil. Do you like evil? Um. Okay. I don't say anything about my own alignment. Why no? I like nice people. Maybe Yeah, it's a, like, good, maybe good it, nice uh, are two different people, by the way. <laughs> Listen, a feral it's chicken. Okay, little chicken. critter. It's okay, calm down. It's alright, you don't need to freak out. <laughs> Just seems really so, curious more than anything. So, um, but people that are evil could be nice people. Critters that are evil could be nice. Um, all, right, all right. So, okay, uh, all that I'm... jive with the myths and legends that I know about dragons. Yeah, uh, the lot. I mean, nothing. Ravy put it. I, I think most uh, most aptly. You guys are in a land of make believe right now. As far as you're concerned, you've stepped through. The proverbial looking glass and uh all right well i'm gonna take a bee pollen cake out of one of my pockets and, <coughs> uh see if the dragon will eat it yeah it sniffs at it and then eats it it's very happy with it i let them hide out underneath my apron and say nothing to ravy at this point uh anybody else yeah uh, if it, 
if we can train a dragon to be on our side, it's going to be a very useful asset <laughs> to the team. Yeah. And if it starts getting jerky, as we say, a smaller dragon won't be too hard to kill. <laughs> I mean, I was talking more about raise it until it's big enough and then harvest it again or something like uh, that. You know, what is, like it's, does this critter seem to understand the language that we are speaking? No. Okay, great. Uh, does he seem to understand the language that I'm speaking? <laughs> yeah, are you hey, speaking? What's up, man? <laughs> it looks at you. And it, it, it's, it looks at you in the same way that, like, a baby <laughs> looks at a sound. Like, mm. it recognizes that you're there. But, okay. it, but object permanence and shape definition aren't quite there for it yet. No, it's okay. It's, we're going to teach you draconic, my little <laughs> Yeah, Logoth is speaking really weird sounds to this thing. <laughs> and it seems to be responding to it. Okay. I'm uh, going to take a look around to see if I can't figure out like, do, has this just been in here the whole time, or where did this come from? I don't know. I saw them in front of, flittering in front of Oaken, and then hide behind the pumpkin. I didn't see where this uh, little critter came from. Do I see any books of interest in here? Okay, back to this stuff. It honestly looks like all of the books in here are are like journals so uh, yeah so so when you're kind of pulling it off and looking through it do you just kind of want the the broad strokes what what language are they in um it's it's in helic it's just an old version of helic which is like the 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 form of common um the broad strokes are essentially uh what you're grabbing is there was a multitude of test subjects and the books on the walls are data are dedicated to cataloging them all and from what you can see, there are hundreds and hundreds of books, each with thousands of cases inside of them. So they're basically medical case files. Um, the creatures being studied, uh, what you've gathered from like a quick scan, they're goblinoids. Um, they lived in something called a festering swamp. Uh, mention is made of a goblin tribe called Goom. G-O-O-M is the name <sighs> of the tribe. That's what the, the mushroom dude said. Yep. Uh, that was one of the words he said. He said, "Hagri uh, goom, goom." The notes seem to be focused on fusing organic plant life with bone without losing the properties or effectiveness of either. Uh, some of these notes refer to a person performing tests as Cavagar, and from other notes, there's someone named Charis, who seems to be mentioned. Charis seems to be the elder of the two and is more focused on finding something that Kavagar keeps referring to as the vessel. You said there's a little dome, the box that's yes, here with the, the spear in it. And it's like three by three, right? It's, yeah, it's it's three, uh, it's, a, it's a square that's three foot and then it's five foot tall. Yeah, my, I'm, I'm kind of fixated on this terrarium situation. I mean, I've never seen obviously anything like that and I keep trying to I'm sure my guy's trying to figure out how it was crafted but then like it's obviously created from magic you're you're go ahead and throw me a perception check while you're inspecting it uh well in in comparison to everything else in the terrarium 
there seems to be, um, much like the skeletal structure that you guys passed coming in, there seems to be a large skeletal structure in comparison to everything else in the terrarium inside of this terrarium um, that's very similar. I draw Ravy's attention to this. I'm like, have, you, have you ever read anything about this or heard of anything about this? And you said goblinoid, but they're not goblins? Oh, they're goblins. Yeah, they're goblins. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, are the, the papers that are on this table? Mm-hmm. Is that uh, this bottom, the second table at the bottom here? Mm-hmm. So there are papers all over it? There those are. are those are also in Helic. They are. What you can read. Well, I'm gonna. T- I'll take a look at them then. Okay. They, uh, I'm guessing they're probably lab reports on what they cut up. Uh, yeah, pretty much. What you gather from them is it seems that somebody was trying to create a, a host body to transfer energy of some sort into, um, and then from that host, they they are going to try to transfer the energy again into someone named Cavagar. It seems that the transition from whatever they keep referring to as the imprisoned can't be directly transferred to one of draconic blood. So this Kavagar individual uh, is unable to take the energies from the imprisoned into himself without passing it through something that would be essentially a genetic filter. And for some reason, it seems that a goblinoid would be the genetic filter uh, mm. that would work as kind of the linking between whatever the imprisoned is and whoever this Cavagar is. Okay. Well, I'll share that knowledge with Ravy, too. I mean, I'm not keeping anything from anybody. Going to the end of the journals, mm-hmm. does it show that they were successful? There's a few times where they seem to have gotten really close, and then there's uh, there, there just seems to have been a a stop in the production. I am also making my way over to this door that they went through. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious about this uh, about this ward that they've been trampling over. Just crossed it twice. Hey, Maat. Yes? Can you please move the little dragon with you when you walk around? I tried. <laughs> can, can you try now? I, I did now again. Okay, cool. And I'm over, I'm standing over by the door nervously because I desperately want to tell Ravy, but I'm I'm worried that that would that she'll freak out. I'm also worried that it'll distract from something really important that she's discovering in there. It's a it's a ward. Matic, it's a mm-hmm. ward. Um it it actually keeps things out. Um it it looks like it it keeps out um spirits. The uh, okay. like, like ghosts and spirits. Um, it seems to be some sort of ward that keeps them from entering the room. Okay. Which you, which you think is kind of weird. It would be something that you would see, um, at, you know, around a graveyard. Huh. Yeah. I'll definitely, uh, hey, Nadia, check out this. And I'll point to the the wards. Seems kind of weird to have in front of <laughs> what looks like a lab. <laughs> I, uh, for all the listeners, I put the little dragon on top of my, <laughs> top of my token, and it looks like it's climbing on my face now. <laughs> that, I don't think that has anything to do with our recent, uh, friend, uh, because they didn't step on that until after. Are you thinking that this has to do with, and I point at the critter? Hey. Uh, what you do guys, you think this has to do with uh, Elegant? 
What do you? Oh, think I just I thought it was interesting. That's okay. Hey, what's what's Logos and Mativus doing over there? So dragons, right? Am I right, man? <laughs> <laughs> How about those dragons, huh? Yeah, man. Yeah. You need to find out what everybody doors. else is doing. <laughs> you want to open that door? <laughs> really? Oh my god! No, that's awesome. Open the, open the door, it's man. Divide and uh, conquer. Great. Are you opening the door? Uh, kind of want to, but I don't think we. I don't think I would. Uh, okay. Do it. Do it. Do I need to be there every time to make you open a door? I swear to God, it's gonna no, take. He doesn't. You didn't leave okay. any books with him. Fortune favors the bold. Hey, Ravy, before I jump to them, you see a, an otter with black leathery wings sitting on Nydia's shoulder staring at you. Uh, don't freak out, Ravy. That one. I'm pretty sure that, according to Logoth, this is um, something that just a moment ago you thought didn't exist. <laughs> this is a dragon. It looks dirty. <laughs> Dragons are dirty. Um, 